It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fun. Now everyone can get cashback on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Doing something mean to it Do it better than anybody you ever seen Do it Springs from the 80s Got a nice ring to it I guess every superhero need his theme music No one man should have all that power The clock's ticking, I just count the hours Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the power The system broken, the school's closed, the prison's open We ain't got nothing to lose, motherfucker, we rolling Huh? Motherfucker, we rolling With some light-skinned girls and some Kelly Rollins In this white man world, we the ones chosen So good night, cool world, I see you in the morning Huh? I see you in the morning No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the power. Till then, fuck that, the world's ours.
in the whole cast. Tell them easy, said they can kiss my whole ass. More specifically, they can kiss my asshole. I'm an asshole, you niggas got jugs. <laughs> you sure minded niggas thought is Napoleon. My furs is Mongolian. My ice brought the goalies and I embody every characteristic of the egotistic. Knows he's so fucking gifted. I just needed time alone with my own thoughts. Got treasures in my mind, but couldn't open up my own fault. My child, like creativity, purity, and honesty is honestly being crowded by these grown thoughts. Reality is catching up with me. Taking my inner child, I'm fighting for a custody. With these responsibilities that they entrusted me. As I look down at my diamond and crusted piece. One man should have all that power The clock's ticking, I just count the hours Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the powder Till then, fuck that, the world's ours Happy holidays, folks. We are, uh, we're less than a week away from the big day. Uh, this is the time of year that we do not know if it lasts one week or a month. It all feels like a big, big, weird time and space. So we are here to start this time and space off right with us as always. Uh, you know her as a writer, uh, a lover of sweaters, somebody that appreciates her newish boyfriend, uh, a family woman, a sister, eventually maybe a wife and a mother herself. But more importantly, she's the co-host of our Monday podcast and she is not watching a football game this week. Sophie Ross, welcome to the yeah. show. First of all, I love how you started off greeting me with just such a nice compliment about I say? how I look like I haven't showered. Oh, again. wait, wait. They didn't hear that though. So, so when yeah. I, when we opened up the zoom, uh, let me paint you a picture. Sophie looks like, uh, well, she didn't shower again. And I remember last weekend that she said her and her boyfriend like to hang around on the weekends and not shower together. And so it looked like, it looked like <laughs> Sophie was in that my word. So it looked like Sophie was in that space again of not showering. And I, and I, and then she told me that she's actually, and let me just preface this with saying Sophie lives in New York, which is a topic this week. Sophie, you're not feeling well right now. Is that correct? Yeah. So I'm sorry if I'm coughing. I haven't been able to get a COVID test anywhere, basically. And I mean, for the past like two days, I've kind of just accepted. I ordered some rapid tests online and a PCR test. And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere for Christmas. I'm Jewish. Like I have no plans. I'm not traveling anywhere. Like if there's, if I had to wait in a six hour line to get a test, I would, I would do that if I had to, but like, I don't have to. So I'm just like waiting it out until I can get a test. And just so everybody knows, Sophie is at a packed screening of Spider-Man right now. She's recording yeah. from inside the theater. It's a uh, 800 people in there. <laughs> And, uh, but she's being safe. She's bundled up. Um, no. So there's a chance that you might have COVID. Have you lost your taste or smell? No, but apparently the Omarian variant has, uh, 
it has different symptoms that like don't include losing your smeller. It's just mild. Like it's like a mild, like sore throat cough. Like that's what I've had all week basically. So I work from home. I just haven't left my apartment all week basically. No, Since and, last and, time we spoke essentially. And is it this, but this isn't also when I didn't want to go to school and I warmed the thermometer under my lamp and told my mom I was clammy or anything like that. That's well, like it wouldn't matter because either way I have to work because now it's like, oh, you can just work from home. So it's not like I don't have to like go to school or go to work. It's like I can work from home. So I just end up working from home when I'm sick. Well, that, um, I mean, that's the well, that's one of the big entertainment news stories this week is Omicron or as you say, Omarion has like touchdown with a vengeance right at the holiday time, which is beautiful for those of us that don't want to see our families, but some people do. Uh, But but as it affected Saturday Night Live last night and Paul Rudd was hosting, Charlie XCX was the musical guest. And all of a sudden, three cast members tested positive for COVID, Colin Jost being one of them. And then two other cast members didn't feel safe about coming into the studio. And so they canned the audience. And then it was just Paul Rudd, Tom Hanks, Tina Fey, um, and, um, uh, Keenan and, uh, the, the, one of the head writers. And it was one of the weirdest, most awkward shows. I almost rather they just not do anything. Cause it just, it was so, it was not alarming, but it was just like, wow, it, it was, the show was so bad that I was like, oh, we're about, it's the end of the world. Like it was this show, like when you've seen something so bad and so not funny that yeah. you're like, this is oh God, I'm going to start panicking because this is that bad, you they know? I didn't watch it because I tend to just not watch SNL unless I uh, Timothy Chalamet is hosting. Yeah. But um, I heard it, everyone on Twitter was saying it was really bad. Like they should have just canceled it. Oh, it was like wildly bad. And I got to say, like, I am the biggest lover of Tom Hanks. But last night was the first time where I was like, I don't know if he can portray, keep portraying the everyman as he's like, this is what we do, America, right? We're used to it. And it's like, Yo, dude, you're you're not out of touch, but you're just in such a different tax bracket than all of us that it's like you live such a different life that I understand you're the voice of reason. And Lauren Michaels probably thought you could calm people down, but it just reads kind of weirdly false when rich people, whether it be, you know, I'm this is not a political thing, but it just sometimes after we've lived with this thing for two years, it starts being felt like we're like talked down to or like, yo, dude, you're not my dad, you know? Well, like also to be fair, the way that this accelerated so fast, like last weekend we were out and about like normal and we actually, I had like, you know, exciting plans for the weekend. There was like a dinner party Friday night. And just as the week went on, I was like, oh, I'm going to get better. It's fine, whatever. And then everyone was getting sick. And then, you know, all of a sudden the entire city is sick and everyone canceled their plans except I saw some people like went out last night in the city I was like what is happening but um well, you way, can't I mean it's, so it's probably hard. no one no one would have expected last weekend for us to be where we yes. are yeah today. well but at the same time I don't think there's I mean at least I'm not panicking as much as you do when it first happens it's just kind of a bummer because you're like okay well what does this really affect it's just a but it's like it's that bummer thing. And also I do know one of my, and this is one of my good friends, um, her dad, I got a text message on uh, Saturday morning her dad passed away from COVID oh, and, God. and, and she texted, she goes, Hey, and, and by the way, this isn't, I'm not trying to do this, you guys, but you know, my stance, but he was just like, make sure your parents get vaccinated, you know, and her dad, yeah, her dad wasn't, you know, and, and I understand that it doesn't take it, but like, it was such a sad text to get. And she was like, my dad's my best friend. What am I going to do? You know, like, and it was such a heavy message. Like we've learned to joke about it and be a Cerebic and like all of this stuff, but it was, uh, 
it was just such a, you know, so as always, you guys be safe out there. It seems like it really is uh, catching like wildfire and like everybody, like I had a friend that went, came to New York uh, to see the LCD sound system show and she got back today and she's like, yeah, I feel sick. Like I, we're, we're trying yeah. to get tests, but everybody's out of these COVID tests, you know? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that we're two years in and it's like so hard to get tested still. Um, but yeah. I well, how mean, mad, so- do you, how mad do you think Kim Kardashian is that she flew all the way to New York to be at the last, the star studded SNL, uh, Christmas show and then COVID hits and she has to go to Staten Island and see Spider-Man at a Staten Island movie theater. How yeah, do you so think she, she didn't even end up going to SNL? No, because Pete wasn't there. That's the thing. Oh. They 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 had to. They didn't let anybody come into the studio on Saturday, so they went and saw Spider Man. And I don't know if you saw this TikTok video. They're walking out of Spider Man and goes, "Yo, yeah. Kim, Kanye's way better." No cap. Oh my god, I did see <laughs> that. I saw like all of the footage and stuff that people. And got Scott Disick with them, by the way. It's like I know like, I saw that. Was Food God busy doing a cheese pull? Like, I mean, can you imagine? Food like, it's like, do, does Kim? It's like those loop giveaways. Does Kim do a loop giveaway with her friends of like, who wants to travel with me to New York to see Pete Davidson? Yeah, and it's also like, does anyone really care? Like, I saw that the stuff everyone was like, oh my god, like Pete and Kim. It's like. I feel like it's kind of already like I'm over it. I mean, Whoa. I've kind of been over it, but like, you know. But that's that's the entertainment news cycle. The, the thing that I found fascinating was that I was watching the show last night and they aired some film things that they had done during the week. And one was a Pete Davidson thing of Pete Davidson in the future. And it was potentially one of the worst film sketches I've seen. And I just kept thinking of like Kim watching that and then looking at Pete in real life and then watching that and putting it together of like, Wait a second. Like Pete's a funny guy. He's a funny, nice guy. I think. I don't think he is the future of comedy, though. Funny, no. nice guy, though. I've said that for a while. I know it's like it's not trendy to say that like Pete Davidson isn't funny. Like everyone's like, oh, like just admit. And I'm like, I just have never found him to be like a super funny guy. But if you, I bet, I bet if I was with Pete Davidson in person, I'd be laughing my ass off. Like as oh, yeah, friends, I'm sure like he's I bet- fun to hang out with, and like, yeah, he's like fun. He, yeah, he's funny. Like you or I are funny. Yeah. He- oh my god. Oh my I god. Were, by, like, <laughs> by the way, I just heard so many people roll their eyes. I know. I'm <laughs> guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so annoying. Also, formal apologies for my antics during the Bengals game last you week. You know, so funny. I heard about so many people. It was really split about that football game. People were like could you please have Sophie not watch a football game? And I was like, that's my fault. I said, I thought it was, I thought it would be funny. And then some people were like, love the game stuff. And I was like, that wasn't a planned bit. Like yeah, that was- either. Yeah. It wasn't a planned bit. I'm sorry, guys. Usually it's like, I can just either relax or be depressed because the game is just like not that close. And it was just a close game. We are so, so divided. We are so divided as a nation nation still like that's I know. half of the people like the football thing and half people didn't. So we're was- a house divided, but also um i am already on season three of succession okay do you like it or no wait wait I'm wait didn't wait. i read a tweet from you saying like you're pretending to know what's going on or no yeah, that was that you was, that was yeah, you that not was watching week. it okay that was me not watching it and then i was like okay finally and this was actually the perfect week for me to start succession because i just haven't left my apartment um so yeah but also no one told me it's a comedy no one told me it's like veep oh they, it's like, so funny 
I know they have like Veep and like Silicon Valley type of like quips. No one told me that. And I actually was like, I was talking to my dad about it. I was like, have you watched this? Cause he's, he loves both Veep and Silicon Valley. And he was like, wait, I thought it was like a very serious drama. I'm like, that's what I thought. Like, so here's a PSA that succession is actually really funny. Yeah. Um, I, I was told now that I'm finished with succession and I'm really bummed is that, uh, my friend Sandra. Don't spoil who, it. Don't spoil no, no, it. no, 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 no. I'm not. My friend Sandra, who works on the show, said to watch Yellowstone. So that is my next, I think, I big binge. Everybody keeps talking about Yellowstone. Yeah. And everybody keeps talking about the big news supposedly happening tomorrow or today. Yeah, what is that going to be? Real Housewives of Beverly Hills supposedly has a big announcement. And there's a lot of theories floating around. I heard today that Sutton Strack is announcing her departure from the I show. Why? I love Sutton. She's okay, like, that, I'll say, I'll say, if that happens, I'm going to break my heart, right? Seriously. And by the way, if that happens, you will see me at Sutton's store with a sign saying Sutton, come back tomorrow. Oh. I can guarantee, I can guarantee you that. I was filming cameos outside of that. Sutton. Could you imagine? I was like a one-man picket to get Sutton back on the show. The other theory, and this is something, and by the way, if you're with your kids, hold them tight right now because there's going to be screaming. I'm hearing Freddie Mellencamp might be officially the announcement that she is officially coming back because they announced that she was in another scene this past weekend or week. And that could be another announcement. And Why do they keep trying to make Teddy happen? Because see, this, this, happen. this is what happens when these ladies have too much power. This flunky force five that they've created, they have too much power. And I think Kyle is, if not, already a producer on the show close to being one. And so I think that has a lot of pull in this. And I'm just saying, you guys need to not let these ladies take control of a show. Like it has to be it's produced. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I I need the Flop Force 5 to be dismantled. And I said that Rinna should have been fired, which she hasn't been. Um, Dorit should have been demoted at the least. Um, and keep Teddy away make Sutton and Garcelle the new stars. What is this? We also don't really need Kathy Hilton. And apparently they just paid her $2 million. Well, no, no, no. So there's, there's a lot of rumors going around. So originally the rumor was her demand was $2 million an episode. And just to give you guys clarity of why that's ridiculous is Erica Jane only gets $600,000 a season or last season. That's what she got. So to get $2 million an episode, but at this point they brought Kathy in. They're almost done shooting the whole season. What we're going to have her for the last couple of episodes. No, thank you. Like, I'm sorry. That's going to be weird. So I don't know what this announcement is, but if it's Teddy, like that is, that is such a sign of not only the end of the world, but just like bad things all around because it just means, and if Sutton leaves, it also means Erica Jane got away without any real, she got away with, like she got away with all of it. She got away with all of it. Because as much as I love Garcelle, Garcelle is not the one that's going to really stand up to her in a way that Sutton did. We watched Garcelle. She kind of, Garcelle has a life. Garcelle is trying to, Garcelle's trying to get hers and she's doing it successfully. She's got exactly. her talk show. She's got, she likes you know, to keep the peace. She, she likes to keep the peace. She doesn't like to ruffle feathers as much as I think Sutton, not that she likes to ruffle feathers, but she's not afraid to. Did you um, see the so Meredith? Yeah, did you see the Meredith marks today uh, on, this is why social media is so, so wild. You guys oh is God, that I saw this. Meredith marks posted a video of Alicia Rina dancing in a Brooks Marks tracksuit, which by the way, just 
any style that Brooks Marks tracksuit had just went out the window. Like just, there's no appreciation on that outfit. Now she's dancing around, throwing out her hip right and left, just gross all the way. And then immediately right after that, Meredith posts a missing child notice of like this late, this girl so that jarring. was missing. It was like, but also I don't know what's more horrifying, the missing girl or Lisa Rinna dancing. Wait, like you, if you haven't seen it, don't worry because I think Yolanda Fister on Twitter, who is one of my favorite accounts on Twitter, he actually was on Watch What Happens Live. Goodish, yeah. And by the way, Yolanda Godish. Uh, he he listens to this show actually, so say hello to him. Oh my and, god, hi Yolanda Fister, I'm a huge and fan. Yolanda's gonna. This is I'll, This is good. Twenty twenty two news. Yolanda will be on in January on So Bad It's Good. So that's very oh. exciting. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited for that. I loved. I actually recognized him. Just his. Face. Oh yeah, because he's like good, he's that, a good looking dude. He's like. Yeah, a, and I didn't know that he was. I knew that he wasn't in the U.S., but I didn't know that he was in Glasgow. Yeah. And, and he said, he said, I think he said something like, oh, if people can uh, stand my accent or stand, and I'm like, yeah, you're like, your accent's your awesome. Accent's like, great. No, but he said some like very elaborate question about like the Heather and like Shannon and Gina dynamics. And Andy was like, I love that yeah. that's what's in your mind in Scotland right now. No, that you could see Andy like getting chubbed up. He was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but no, this is why the Omicron thing sucks too. I was invited to Leah Black, Real Housewives of Miami, her New Year's Eve party. And it, I think it was Jeff Lewis. Uh, it was going to be me, Leah Black. Uh, it was like a weird smattering of Bravo celebrities. And oh like, my God. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really, that would have been wild because I would have been super nervous and that would have been funny to talk about. Um, but yeah. So th- thank you, Omicron. Yeah, wait. What a disappointment. I'm so sorry. Yeah, she canceled. Well, she can yeah, she canceled it because she said of the Omicron and she, you know, it's like it's gonna be even harder to get workers out there and it's just not safe yeah. and all that. Well, which that's I thought was a smart decision. And you hate to be the one person to be like, tell her I'm cool with it. Tell no, tell her it's fine. <laughs> tell her it's cool. Like yeah. Well, Sophie, also- Sophie says yeah. it's like a cold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. It's like at least from what I've seen of the um Omicron variant, um it is very mild. So it's like, what do we, are we going to shut everything down for something that's pretty mild? Like, I don't know. I got scared yesterday about more lockdowns, but then I was like, uh, whatever. It's just, we're coming up on the year anniversary of me actually getting COVID. And my, like the only thing that's just like, my smell is still messed up. Like it's been a year and I do not have the same smell. It still affects my breath control. Like it, it it's like, it really was a really fucked up time. So that's why I'm like, yeah, God, like I was supposed to go to a concert last night. I was supposed to go see churches. And I didn't go because I was just like, yeah, probably not the smartest thing to go to a packed concert right now. When yeah, every, you know, because it seems like everybody is getting it right now. You're, it's very contagious. Like you're gonna get it probably, even if you're vaxxed and boosted. Like you well, can did, definitely still get it. Well, we know Erica Jane, Lisa Rinna, and um, Garcelle had it uh, COVID this past week and a half. They supposedly got it at the People's Choice Awards. There was a uh, there was. Backred got a photo of Erica Jane accepting flowers at her door with her mask off, like literally blowing COVID into this poor, uh, poor delivery guy's face. Like didn't tip him, but gave him COVID potentially, you know? Oh, well, I, okay. Confession. I don't always wear a mask for delivery, but I hide behind the door. So I just kind of stick my hand out and I'm just like, thank you. You know, like I'm not. I mean, by the way, that actually sounds more horrifying than you just showing your face. Like why? I know. You're like, I know it's just like an arm. It's just like, I don't know those. I, I'm going to miss, uh, let's see here. Okay. So we got, 
which by and although also I know this isn't a um a superhero podcast or like that, but I really, really want to see Spider-Man. So I'm 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 oh I, God, I'm nerdy about that stuff. When did you become like a Marvel bro? Yeah, yeah. Uh I've been watching Barstool Sports a lot. They they have a lot of funny videos and stuff. I don't know if you've ever uh I like girls with big jugs. What are, what are your thoughts I, on that, yeah. Sophie? Uh, wait, are you really like super into Marvel? Well, I mean, I'm not like I mean, yeah, I like I like all their movies, yeah. Like I mean. But I also I also like deeper movies. But I like lo- I you mean, know who- all of like you like you've seen you know all of like the storylines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's very special. Curious. You see, Peter got bit by a radioactive spider when he was like super young. He's like, but he's so smart. He's like a nerd at no, the same time. No, it's just like it's just a reminder that you're like, uh, you yeah. know, you're just a regular dude. You're a yes. regular straight dude. I also. bro out, man. Yeah, you bro out. Maybe I should have my boyfriend on for that discussion because he's super into Marvel. I said, hey, you're the bad boy of Sophie's life. I'm the bad boy of podcasting. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Mel, you later, bro. Wait, just because I watched, um, I just watched Succession season one. You're like my Nate and I'm Shiv and he's Tom. <laughs> oh, he's Tom. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, never mind. Never yeah, mind. I was like, wait a second. That, that doesn't. Um, okay. So, okay. We got Beverly Hills out of the way. So really the big news is going to come tomorrow and or today. And I'm kind of dreading it. Uh, the, also the other big news, it could be, they could be announcing that the premiere is in like two months. Why don't they just listen to the fans? Because as soon if they try to announce, if they dare announce that Freddie Mellencamp is returning, all of Twitter is just going to be shitting. Why are you setting her up? Like she's setting yeah. up for all of Twitter to shit on it. Like, why would they want oh, that? Like they okay. know how the fans feel. This is the only way I'll be cool with Freddie Mellencamp coming back is if, and there's always been rumors that Edwin has that security company that doesn't do good. And supposedly oh. this, okay, supposedly the security company was at Kyle's when Kyle's purses got and stolen. Dorit's, right? And well, I don't know about the, I don't know about the Dorit thing, if that was really true or not, but here's my, like, this is why I'd love to have her back is that if the show got information that they really were behind the robberies so they invite freddie on say yeah freddie you're coming back as a full-time cast member and she's like oh my god and then she gets there and they all have information of like do you know where you were this night and we need edwin's fingerprint and they bust her on camera and then it's like amazing television and then and then they're like and they're like she's like kyle what are you talking about erica what are you talking about and then kyle's like and stop dressing like me freddie and then it's like slammed to black I mean, I would be down for like a Freddy takedown season because it would be fun to watch, but nothing where, you know, I don't want to watch the flop force five, like just, you know, like produce everything. Like that's not interesting TV. We need some foils. That's why Sutton is great. I'll be really sad if they announce that Sutton's leaving, like I'll riot. It really, it, it, it will be very she's upsetting. She's the best addition in years because she's also genuinely super rich. You need one person. You need one person Who that is- the money. And also that is willing to kind of, and it's not, I'm not saying Sutton was perfect because obviously she had some stupid moments this past season, but you need one person to kind of question the norm, to question how somebody wants to manipulate a storyline like Erica, you need somebody to question it. And all those other ladies were willing to just like whistle and like, like Rinna just look to the side and play with Rebel, you know? Um, Okay. So that is happening. We've got huge Southern charm news. Southern charm wrapped their season uh, on Saturday night, 
They had a big party. Craig was there. Paige was there. Everything. This is really funny or interesting news is that everybody, uh, Leva unfollowed everybody last night. (gasps) Leva unfollowed everybody on Instagram. They were filming, right? They were filming. So after they stopped filming last night, the season finale, uh, she unfollowed Craig, Paige, Catherine, um, Austin, everybody. So whatever happened last night, Spoiler alert, something so bad happened that Leva was infuriated and unfollowed everybody. Ooh, I wonder what's going to go down. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm like not super. I don't need like all the cast. Like I don't need Paige on Southern Charm. Like, Well, we're getting it. Everyone's all like so excited about Paige and Craig. I'm like, I don't need that. Like, why is she taking over? And it's the same with with Craig on, on Summer House. I don't need the crossover. This I'm kind of way I, I will, universe. Know, I'll disagree. I'm kind of excited to see Craig on Summer House. I like seeing Craig drink. I don't know. Like that's. I'm not saying I like seeing. I like. I don't know. I think that's kind of funny. I don't want to see Austin there. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'll Austin's tell you that much. Be there. So you know what? Be careful. <clears throat> what you wish for. Um. So, <laughs> but we are. I will say, Paige is putting Craig in literally all of her social media. She's on. He's on her TikTok. Oh he's on her fashion police for a second. That yeah. dress she wore is so bad. It was is it? so cheap looking. Really? So che- oh my god, just so cheap looking for someone who. Okay, I'm gonna be the fashion police, and it's the same thing with Stassi. If you're gonna make your personality being a fashionista, you're not allowed to miss that often. And all Paige does is miss fashion wise, just saying. So there you have it. My fashion police opinion. And I can do this. I can make this a weekly segment. Yeah. Fashion. I mean, I don't know fashion at all. So yeah, I so really, really don't know. But um, uh, I will say like the pay, I mean, I'll interest, I'm, I'm really interested to see them in at, or what is the attraction? You know, they're a handsome co- couple, obviously, but Paige, my, my thing with Paige is like, you know, Sometimes if you get too powerful, like she can be a mean girl. I've noticed she has mean girl tendencies because of Hannah. Yeah, she's a very clicky. I think that she has codependent tendencies just from like studying. This is why I love reality TV because I get to psychoanalyze reality stars. But she had Hannah as her sidekick that she shared a bed with. And then it was Sierra. Like, she always needs, like, a little click around her. Yeah. And I don't like that. I, I I agree with you. It's very, like, mean girlish. She's always, yeah. like, gossiping, talking shit, always has her sidekick, always has a click. Like, I just, I'm not into that. And, yeah, no. she just, it's like, what do you bring? She hasn't brought anything. Yeah. Name I mean, one iconic line that she's ever said besides, fuck you, Danielle. <laughs> I mean, I I think Paige is funnier than Hannah. I will say that. I think yes, she is she does very funny. Funny little quips. Like I honestly, genuinely, like if Paige actually reminds me of one of my friends, and I told her this, and she like thought it was such a compliment. But um, she just I could see myself like kind of being friends with her just because she like makes funny little quips. Like I'm like, oh, I like someone who can make like funny little quips and stuff. But like just watching her on TV from the outside, I'm like. Mm, not that in- you know what I mean like I'm I, sure I get along with her but I just don't think that she you know brings it to reality tv well no I don't fashion. I don't listen to googly squad or, or the, the the pod they do but oh, like yeah, do they squad. do they talk about like I kind of like what's their like it, is Carl good in bed like we like is he like one Carl? and done I mean sorry sorry uh uh Craig Sorry, I just had a stroke. I'm smelling bitter almonds right now. Like, you know, he's always like fucked up. He's always that's what I'm saying. Like, is it like whiskey dick? Is it like yeah, he's probably just like you know, a drunk, like missionary kind of guy. 
That's how I imagine it. Which is no, like, I better like you want. Yeah, can you get on top again, please? He's like, I just want to take another look. I was hey, hey, so you ugly, <laughs> you ugly, you fucking ugly, you fucking ugly. Um, <laughs> so. Also, I saw uh, pictures this week. Now, this is the rumor. Dumois has said that Carl and Lindsay from Summer House are a couple, and every picture would that would appear to be true. And what is so funny is in all the pictures they've released in this last week that they've all been around each other, Austin is there, like, on the other side of the picture. And I just always wonder, it is such an incestuous bunch. It's like old BPR, Vanderpump Rules, yeah. where they've all hooked up with they each really other. Are, yeah, they really are becoming the new, like, incestuous like vpr of this you know the only thing we haven't gotten out of this which i'm all you kind of have different if i'm kind of digging the shared universe but the one thing we haven't gotten is a fight like you watch those yeah. old jacks against um the dude from the first season or with saucy where he takes the jacks with front or Sandoval against Jax at the, the yeah. season finale where he hits him and Jax has blood and looks like the devil. Yeah, and he, You're yeah. like, come on, man. He's, he's like, you came twice, sweetie. You came twice, yeah. sweetie. She came twice, sweetie. Yeah. You yeah. learn how to satisfy your mother. <laughs> <laughs> but like, wouldn't that be amazing if they're Austin was not, like... Yeah. They're a slightly... They're all like, you know, uh, Summer House, they were, you know, these hardworking, like corporate America, like college educated, like they're, they're slightly like less unhinged more hinged than the vpr cast yeah so we don't get as many like crazy crazy meltdowns um which yeah that's some feedback that's something they need to work on for sure yeah like if i could produce that i'd be like i always say things like we're not asking anybody to fight but like if something if if you feel a rage act on it that's all i'm gonna say like yeah, i would just literally but i will say i mean yeah we might see some sierra and danielle it looks like Oh, obviously. And supposedly Danielle got hurt, you know? Yeah, that was like, oh, I'm interested to see what leads up to that. Like, If I was a producer, I would leave. If people got fucked up around, like anything I was working on, I would start like just placing like empty bottles around them. Like something that they could like, like grab really quick when they're drunk to throw at somebody. Like all of a sudden it's like, where did this brick come from? You know? I need a love interest for Luke though. See, I don't know, man. Luke, I feel like is in his solo era. Like he's, he's. Yeah, but it's always fun when like there's like Luke, you know, drama. Well, but it's it tends if you notice, it's the drama is girls coming for Luke, not Luke coming for girls. Like it's like yeah. girls get twisted at like up in Luke, and Luke yeah. kind of just is hanging. Like Luke's like messing with an igloo, you he know? Just exists and like he. Yeah, he's very like Keanu love- Reeves in that way. He was like on Winter House. He was like, what's the worst that could happen? Like everyone yells at me. Like they do that anyway. And just a flashback of just everyone screaming at Luke at different <laughs> times. He's like sitting there. Yeah, I, I don't like you. I don't like you, man. <laughs> um, so, but I was thinking like, so the Lindsay Carl thing, like, I mean, it is because the where we left off with that romantic relationship two seasons ago, and I'm sorry to be crass, is this is Lindsay's where like they finger banged. And that was it. Oh, like, yeah. and she didn't do anything but to him. Supposedly, around the world. But it was like she, and that was just like as friends, they laid in a bed, and he did that to her, and she never like even kind of. So it was like one of those. I would have had thirty follow up questions if I was on the show, like for her, yeah. and it kind of just left there in the air. And then Carl couldn't handle it, and Lindsay yelled at him, but still wanted to be friends. So now 
we'll get to know the full deal. And also the full deal with like a sober Carl, like is Carl then like, I imagine he's, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't F anymore. He makes love, you know, there's like candle lighting. Yeah, no, I mean, but like, but for, no, I know, but for real, like you could imagine him. He's like, first thing I do in in the morning, I make my bed, I drink a lot of water and then I make love. You know, like very I do. Classic. What I do love about Summer House is that they always like they're like so like Amanda the next morning is like so what did you do sexually? Like Amanda <laughs> always gets like the tea, and they talk about it like they're middle schoolers. Ugh. Like the hand job, yes, hand job like finger banging, like they're so funny. Um. Okay. So uh, let's see what else. So this is Vanderpump Rules here. You know, my friend Marissa keeps sending me these articles because she really thinks there's something going on with Schwartz right now. There's a whole oh, Schwartz Sandoval Katie thing that happened in the episode last week where supposedly Schwartz and Sandoval broke up as friends, but we just know that's that's just a bullshit storyline because they were even in like Atlantic City this weekend with DJ James Kennedy. Um, and James had a story joking about Schwartz being found because he said so he wasn't on watch what happens live when he should have been with katie and sheena and brock were there but only katie was there and katie said he had a family emergency but at the same time he was in the room with katie we found out because katie kept looking at somebody off camera and then if you looked at her stories schwartz was there so we don't know what family emergency is that it's rumored that katie is the one that had covid and Schwartz and Lala had to stay home from the reunion because they had had contact with Katie. But there, there still seems to be something happening about Schwartz. There's some mystery going on with Schwartz right now. If anybody has further information, please contact us. It's We're so desperate to know. And also, there was um, a podcast, I believe it's called uh, Mommy Dearest. I could be getting that wrong. And I know you, I know the dude that hosted. I'm so sorry I'm not remembering the name right now but I, I will mention it on Tuesday's episode, but he was an extra in that scene at Ariana's birthday this week. And he did a whole podcast episode and somebody sent me a Reddit thread of all the information he dropped on Ooh. that podcast, which is wild to drop that much. Cause I think, I think you I signed an seen, NDA. I think I may have seen that, that Reddit thread. Yeah, but it was great. Cause it was talking, I mean, it was talked about the reality of where Vanderpump rules is right now is that, you know, even after the party, they had filmed all the the coming in of the party yeah. at the end of the party. Like he was even saying thing. This person was even saying things in the thread of like, of allegedly, you know, maybe a person, you know, that doesn't have all the fingers on his hand, passing a baggie around. Oh like, yeah. You know, it like, was like a certain name, a certain allegedly, guy whose name rhymes with. Schmock know, or talk, yeah, 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 like yeah. Talk, they said was like he, yeah, he, I mean like so. there was a real, information in this and but i mean i don't know it's like uh, vanderpump rules i hear is already coming back which is totally fine but they just need to adjust a lot of things to me it just reads so false now and it's fed stage like it's not like the fun like we're not in the golden era anymore of reality TV, but yeah, there, it just seems way, way, way too overly produced right now. But I do really want to see the fallout of like James and Raquel. Well, yeah. And what that is specifically was supposedly uh, Raquel said something now of like following, I, you know, had to follow my inner voice. I knew it all along or something. There was like a quote like that. And by the way, this is why I love Raquel too, is that I had, done a series of Instagram posts about like the love actually thing with the billboards. And the last one I put was there was nothing wrong with Raquel's nose and Raquel follows me. And she saw that post 
And she commented, she was like, oh my God, that, that last slide surprised me. And I was like, you're doing amazing. Keep, you know, hang in oh there. God, well, cause her. here's the deal. Raquel seems like a very genuine person, whether you like her on the show or not, she really does seem like a good person. And yeah, she, she's just herself and she's not afraid to be vulnerable. Like, yeah. And does that produce Stasi level results? Most of the time, not, but I do want to encourage people that I genuinely think are good people. Cause I think that is very rare, a very rare quality in reality television. And who knows if it's, you know, meant for the show or not, but I'm sure this is a very difficult time for, for both of them. But uh, it is, you know, the la la of it all is really interesting as well. So this past week or on Monday, it came out that Lala found out, and I did this new story late, like in the middle of the week that her, her engagement ring was false from Randall. Yeah. So apparently he said it was worth like how much? Like $150,000. $150,000. And it ended up, she like couldn't even get like 20K for it. Yeah. 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 And it was like a shit brown diamond. Yeah. And she even talked to the jeweler and the jeweler confirmed that Randall knew what he was getting and that it was like, a, like, so this dude, his whole life is a con his whole life. Yeah. Like imagine yeah, like somebody also, that comfortable, it's that comfortable with lying. It's very Jen Shaw, you know? Yeah. And also like, Lala is like making herself look so dumb by saying all this information too. Like maybe some of the stuff she should like keep private. Like it's good for us to know these details, but like, why do you think so? I mean, it's good for us because it's entertaining. No, no. Why do you think she should keep it quiet? Because she just looks embarrassing and dumb. Like she just looks dumb. And I think also like he has, you know, not defending Rand at all, but he does have, you know, daughters out there, like children that are seeing all these headlines. Like, it's kind of like, do you need to air out every detail? Like, it's just, it's a bad look for everyone. Like, keep some of the stuff private. I mean- oh my God, if I was his like, daughters, I didn't think about that. They're probably checking their labels on their clothes right now. Like, right, daddy, like, is this truly guess? Yeah, <laughs> guess. But yeah, it's just like, it's it's a bad look. Like, again, it's like, I'm entertained, we're entertained. But if I were her, I, I just don't know what she's thinking by like talking about all of these details. It just makes her look dumb. Well, and here's the other thing that's not even to deal with this, but, you know, Lala released a sweater thing, you know, because she changed her tattoo from Rand to brand new. And then oh, she yeah. sold a sweatshirt that says brand new. And this is now like a, over a month ago. And here's the thing. I did not buy one of these, but my friend did. And she says it has not even shipped yet. And if you're going to sell something that is like a little joke from a month ago, you better damn well sure it's like ready to get out there. Because by the time this arrives, which if it's not even shipped, it's not coming until, you know, in January sometime, it's embarrassing. Your funny little joke that people spent money on, like they want it like to be kind of immediate. You don't want them to have it like six minutes. You're not Taylor Swift, not you know, be, like yeah, it's not going to be like funny anymore. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket, and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. 
And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, all you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a Rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS weird Lord of the Fly style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. We will be back to the show in just one second. Uh, we have a couple commercials as we do every week. This week, the show is sponsored by two of my favorite, Simply Safe and Papa and Barkley. Now, Simply Safe, uh, you know, guys, I just moved and we are now using Simply Safe as our home security system. Uh, if you ever wanted to make your home feel safer, there is no better time than now. This week, our friends at Simply Safe are giving so bad it's good listeners early access to all of their holiday deals, uh, so 40% off their award-winning home security. We love Simply Safe because it has everything you need to make your home safe. It has indoor cameras, outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. 
now I have received a Simply Safe security system. It does have the sensors for the windows, for the space inside, as well as the outside, and you're able to see all of that from a phone app. It's really cool. Simply Safe was even named Best Home Security System of 2021 by U.S. News and World Report. Uh, you can easily customize a system for your home online in minutes, and you can even get free custom recommendations from Simply Safe. Um, these are Simply Safe. It's their biggest discounts of the year, folks. You can get a complete home security system starting at just over $100, which is nothing when uh, you think of the cost of safety. So there are no long-term contracts or commitments. It's a really easy way to start feeling a bit more peace of mind. So Take advantage of Simply Safe's holiday deals and get 40% off your new home security system by visiting simplysafe.com slash so bad. So that's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash so bad for 40% off your entire system. So that's amazing. Now, this next one, this is really cool. I have been using this um, uh, for general pain relief for my knee and just general um, aches and pains. And it's actually been kind of amazing because I, uh, before this company, I had never tried CBD. I had always heard about it. And I got to tell you, it actually really works for me. And they have, Pop and Barkley has all these kind of amazing products, whether it be tinctures or drops. Uh, Pop and Barkley understands wanting the absolute best for the people we care about most. So it all started with a son trying to help his father find relief from debilitating pain so we could get his life back. Today, they're still putting the same care into improving lives with award-winning CBD solutions for discomfort, stress, sleep, and everyday wellness. Um, I, like I said, use it for my knee. Uh, there is a, uh, a balm I use on that, and also there are drops that I use before I go to bed every night. Um, Papa and Barkley founder Adam Grossman created the groundbreaking relief balm to ease his father's debilitating back pain. From that powerful homemade balm, Papa and Barkley has expanded to a full line of topical balms, oils, tinctures, and capsules, all made with 100% natural, clean ingredients and whole plant full-spectrum CBD. Today, they're the number one cannabis wellness company in California, and with their new CBD relief line, they can ship nationwide. Their CBD relief balm delivers hours of comfort with simple, plant-based ingredients, in an at-home use test with over 300 participants, users reported a 40% reduction in daily discomfort in just one week of using the balm. The award-winning CBD oil Relief Drops is their fastest metabolizing daily wellness option for easing daily stress, discomfort, and supporting a good night's sleep. Papa and Barkley is on a mission to improve lives through CBD in its purest, cleanest form possible. So go to papaandbarkleycbd.com slash so bad for 20% off your first purchase. That's 20% off for new customers at P-A-P-A -A and A-N-D, Barkley, B-A-R-K-L-E-Y, C-B-D.com slash so bad. So folks, that's it for this week. And uh, here is the remainder of the show. Well, I mean, it was barely funny to begin with for anybody other than Lala, you know? Right, right. Yeah, it's dumb. But like, and if you're going to do that, like make sure you have it. She's like capitalizing on her split immediately. But capitalize and make sure people get their shit, you know? Right. She's just dumb and embarrassing. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's see here. 
Beverly Hill, one being Rena. Okay, Tristan Thompson's uh, new person that he had a baby with uh, had a baby, uh, had the baby. It's a baby boy. Has moved to Los Angeles, um, and and yeah, and that that's it. Mazel Tov. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what are you gonna do? Like, it's like <laughs> as it's you gross. just like sip your drink, you're just like yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? This guy's like kind of a monster. We got a backward photo of Chloe bravely showing her face again. And of course it's backward. No, it's like a setup, you know, and it's, it's like, when is it going to be the fall of Rome with this family? Like, it's like, when, when are we going to like wisen up? Like today, even like Travis Barker this weekend uh, posted a photo of Courtney's feet foot in his mouth and saying i want i want all of this and it's Ew. like dude yeah but also, like, what i want for christmas but also dude that's amazing like fuck her feet dude like i love it i love it like but i don't need to know about it i don't need to yeah. see it like what what is like i'm so happy you guys are in love like genuinely that is awesome but at a certain point like when have, when have we gone too far as a nation you yeah, know yeah we do not need to see that like please no no thank you Kravis. <laughs> Over uh, goodbye. Oh, uh, goodbye. Uh, okay, North, uh, Northwest, the daughter of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, is a star on the Tick of Talk, TikTok, and went live on TikTok and showed Kim in her bed. And she's like, Mommy, I'm live. And Kim was like, What? Are you kidding me? And they're like, like North is running that household. I love it. <laughs> I know. I love it. I do love how North is like really taking over. She's the new queen bee. She's the new Kendall Roy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it really is amazing. Everything's I, a, watches succession once. Everything's. Like succession <laughs> yeah. Once. By the way, this is what you do when you like binge a show. You only talk in that show. That's all I can think about. Yeah. It's like, but it, no, I love that. I love that about binging is that you, you live in that world so intensely for that, that couple weeks that you've watched that show or for your case, one week, you've done yeah. this all in one week. It's been a journey. Interesting that that's also the week you said you were sick. Huh. Y- I don't yeah, know if there's a correlation. I've had, I've had nothing to do except to watch TV. Or and maybe everyone's you, like, what? No, I was just I was trying to I was trying to think the correlation was you acted sick so you could watch more TV. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, it, it was good timing, let's just say that. But um, <laughs> um what was I gonna say? I can't even remember. I lost my train of thought. Uh, you Kendall Roy. I don't even know. I don't even know, but yeah, TV I've been, I think, and just like that was good last week. I know that a lot of people <clears throat> are fun of it and complaining about the writing, but I'm still loving it. Wait, I'm sorry. I, I missed that. What show? And just like that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sophie. And this is trigger warning for this next story. Spoiler. Uh, so obviously big died, but now we're kind of happy about it because like a news story came out that Chris Noth is, Oh, disgusting. Uh, a sexual predator, uh, allegedly. And two women came forward in one article. Then another woman came forward in another one. And then all these people, like, it's so weird when these things happen. Cause then all these like articles get pulled from like 20 years ago where it said like Chris Noth, um, was it Beverly Johnson was the lady's name? Like had like a lawsuit against him where he said he was going to kill her dog and all of this wild shit. And I'm like, wow, this was always out there. Like this was always 
it, it it's weird I guess to it's me. Been, it's been known for a while. And also like, let's be clear that it wasn't just, you know, like weird comments or like, cause I feel like sometimes the headlines are like sexual assault or sexual harassment. And that can mean anything from like, you know, inappropriate comments to like groping. He was like violently raping people. Yeah. Uh, if you guys read this article, the reason she says violently, because the two lady have very similar stories actually. And they're 10 years apart. And it's one of those, uh, but it, it was very violent in, and, and also very drunken always on his part. And it both seems- their stories were the exact same, but 10 years apart, which means there are so many victims in between probably like he had like a modus operandi. It's very disturbing. Uh, it but- really is. It, well, really is, but also not as disturbing, but disturbing the worst non-binary stand-up scene I've ever seen in that a was so not funny. The podcast host the, so there's a podcast host in Chay. Is her name Chet? Their name, their name, name Che. Chay. Um, and they're a podcast host or a podcast host and a stand-up. So they all the gay ladies, Miranda, and by the way, I flipping called it. I knew Miranda was gonna hook up with the you non-binary. Did call it. I did call, call it. I saw the sparks. Yeah. And um so they go to this, the stand-up, and they're on stage, and it's not a stand-up show. It's like a monologue about like being non-binary, and it's right? not that funny. I'm like, you know, the actor's fine. I'm not saying it's bad yeah, acting. I'm just saying it's it, not funny. Was, yeah, why was it supposed to be a stand-up routine? But it was like a monologue, like a dramatic monologue. I don't get it. And like, Mar- was it? Miranda was like, "My God, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen." And I'm like, and everybody's at home going this isn't funny at all. Like this is like, I, I liked the third episode better than I liked the second episode. I will say that, but also this was, if you're, it's so hard to like show a standup. that's not a standup on screen. Cause it's not funny. And we've seen things that are funny. So it's hard to do that. You but know, you can do that. Like I've seen funny standup, like in movies or shows or whatever, like, um, what was that movie? The big sick Kumal Nanjiani. But Kumal's a standup. Okay, yeah, but either way, either way, it was so bad. And then and then Miranda was like, you're a comedy prophet. <laughs> but by the way, maybe a comedy prophet to Miranda, who's what, is she like 60 in the show now? And yeah. like, so maybe it is like, and then, and then the podcast host to Miranda is like, let me, let me, let me shotgun this marijuana into your mouth and Miranda's like what and then it's like this sexy moment I and also the extras during the scene like I would have loved to have been an extra on the stand-up because they all had to like laugh and like (laughs) (laughs) and I don't know man like but also there were those moments in sex in the city where the sex sometimes like maybe go like uh and not because I'm shy but just because it was like kind of like a slight cringe at times, depending on which storyline it is. And sometimes these storylines are like slight cringe. Like I'm still going to watch every episode, you know? Oh yeah. Definitely. Some of the writing is cringe for sure. Like they need to get better with the, like the wait, um, woke moment. And, uh, <laughs> by the way, so I'm trying to get this thing for the podcast, this little uh, a machine uh, that I can program sounds. And if I do, I'm going to try to program that sound into it because woke moment or like, let's soak, baby. Let's soak, soak, soak. Yeah, we soap, need soap. like random. I, I like the idea of like just kind of like 
you have to kind of be a deep cut like Bravo fan to understand them. Like Whitney Rose, I have the fucking chills. Yeah, like, like, wouldn't that be so good as a button? I had the fucking chills. <laughs> uh, or Dorit being like, it makes you feel sick. <laughs> or, or yeah, I mean, like, there's just so many Bravo one-liners I would love. Or like yeah. the Terry Heather Dubrow laugh from this like two weeks ago, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, Lisa, or Lisa Rinna, I'm like, eh, eh, I want to thank you. <laughs> oh my God, Rinna. I really don't want her on my screen next season. That's very unfortunate. But I guess she'll be using her daughters as a storyline again. And I am interested in seeing what's going on with um, Delilah. Yeah, Delilah, like Rinna hit, like kind of hit back in a weird way. Like she said, you know, her family wouldn't pay for her trauma therapy. And then Rinna hit back by posting a bunch of photos of Delilah happy as a child. And I'm like, dude, that is such a weird low blow. Like you're not like, don't take your war with your daughter. Like, and also kids are going to lash out at their parents, unfortunately, but parents shouldn't do that publicly. I don't know. I call me old fashioned. No, I think she's it's, horrible. She's a I, monster. Like who's at home going, Oh shit. Rinna got her daughter. Good. Like that's great. Did you see that um, Denise Richards oh. was like not wearing a mask? And she was like, but I'm wearing a coat and a hoodie. That's better than any mask. Like it's, what? It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate to. It's unfortunate to um, like somebody or be on somebody's side because yeah. I had to be because I was against Serena. Right. Um, and then they're stupid. Like, but remember. Aaron, her husband is, you know, Aaron, her husband is, you know, into 5G. Like he's one of these guys that's probably, you know, all into that shit and thinks that you can't like, don't need the mask. I just think in this time, it's like. They're hiding from big pharma though. Yeah, don't exactly. They want, big don't pharma, they need like, to wear a disguise? Remember he's like, I'm going to crush your fucking hand. In oh these. my God, stop. That was so scary. That, by the way, that would be a soundboard drop. I'm going to crush your fucking hand. Uh, 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 uh. I'm going to crush your fucking, just or random was, line. Or what he was explaining, what was he explaining? Oh, we met, yeah, there was a monologue and hi, Mauricio. Was like, was I there tore my ACL. I tore my ACL goes, and I tore it twice and then it was fine. What people don't realize is that I cured cancer about three years ago. And the problem is a lot of people don't believe me, but I have a Faraday cage. The Faraday cage, what it'll do, it'll block you from the 5G. And you see uh, Mauricio right next to him going like, this guy's, blowing, like, wow. this guy's blowing my mind. Wow. Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 I um, know. Wait. And he's like, cancer is just your way of your body body protecting you and it's like i love i love everybody's like the natural body immunity like i got my fucking booster shot this week and like yeah it sucked i got a flu shot too it sucked and guess what i used to get flu shots before covid i guess i'm weird like that i didn't let my natural immunity like you know but all you natural immunity people amazing but i've seen a lot of you natural immunity people look like the unhealthiest people i've ever seen in my life smoke a pack a day put shit in your body that i never would put shit in your face i never would so the natural immunity thing like does your does natural immunity like is like shannon bedore i'm not saying she's into natural immunity but i'm saying Shannon Bedore put seven vials of filler in her face, she admits, this week on Orange County. And now she is having to get it taken out. What doctor is willing to give people seven vials of filler in their face before a reunion? Shouldn't that doctor be arrested? Like, I don't get how 
this industry works. Yeah, she's really, really, really overdone it. But OC has been amazing, by the way. I, I'm. It's such like a nice warm blanket, and it, guys, it got amazing ratings. So fuck Kelly Dodd. Yeah. Ghost. And by the way, Kelly Dodd cannot. She doesn't have anything else, so she has to keep talking about the show and saying these outlandish things to try to get us like rage filled. You like like. She loves when we say fuck Kelly Dodd. So, I mean, so for you, Kelly, because it's Christmas, fuck Kelly Dodd. But it's it's like what it's like so sad because it's like they don't have anything else at this point. You know, they don't have anything else. I have another sound for the soundboard. Yeah. Are you Nicole Weiss? You sued me. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Nicole Weiss I do look like Pam Anderson. (laughs) But by the way, if you do see the old picture of Nicole Weiss, she did look like Pam Anderson, she and did. it is wild the difference. And Nicole Weiss was engaged to uh, Jesus Juggs' ex husband. Oh, um, what's his name? I was about to say Jim Edmonds, but it's no, not Jim Jim Bellino. Jim Bellino. Yeah. By the yes. way, I, I got to be very careful talking about Jim Bellino because Jim Bellino sued Heather McDonald and Tamara and Kelly Dodd one season. Uh, if you, if you'll, if you Jim remember Bellino, that, we love you. I love, I'm, ch- I'm team, team Jim. Nicole should have stayed with you, bro. Um, yeah, her loss, but I'm telling like, first off, I want to know how Jim makes his money. Second off Nicole. I mean, like, it's just these ladies in the OC. It seems like there's like three rich dudes in the OC and they all get their <laughs> crack at all of these ladies. There are like just three husbands. No. Yeah. There's three husbands and they get like, it's like the opposite of a sausage party. It's like, too many girls, too few guys in the OC. He's like the Harry Dubin of the OC. Oh my God. Somebody left me a voicemail on the show voicemail this week. And uh, she goes, she said she wanted a call to correct a couple of things. We had mispronounced uh, facsimile or facsimile or something. I said it wrong two times last week. I I don't remember how to correctly say it. So you guys, just so you know, just to as always, I'm dumb. I'm not a smart person. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. And secondly, she said, uh, and I misspelled Ryan's name, not my name, but Ryan from OC. I misspelled that when I spelled it out. And then thirdly, she goes, when you laugh at yourself, it used to nauseate me, but now I kind of like it. And I thought that was like, a, but no, during the holidays, that makes me feel warm. Like, I was like, that's so nice. I've won her over, you know? Oh my but, God. Uh, yeah, it was nice. Now she finds it endearing. <laughs> well, I don't know. She didn't say endearing. She didn't say endearing. She's growing on you. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm growing on her, I think. Yeah, I'm yeah, growing yeah. on her. Yeah. Um, okay. So as we start, I know you guys don't, we start, we're going to start winding down. A big news on the baby front, and this is something we we're all waiting for. Olivia Munn and John Mulaney had a baby boy yeah. around Thanksgiving time, and the news just broke this past week. And I, there, everybody is just online is just fascinated with the timeline of this baby. Like they're fascinated because I think people want to prove that he was dating her before he split with Anna Marie Tendler and that he's a bad guy and that he's all of this. What, what, what is your take on any of this? Oh yeah. It's all very, very, very sketchy. And they're like not together anymore. Are they? Well, supposedly they're not together. We have not gotten an official statement, but like how horrible would that be to have something like joyous, like a baby, you guys are both well off. So you're like, and then you don't even really like, then you don't even aren't together. So now you're not together and you have a new child. You have to like all of a sudden 
you're not both there for, for those beginning parts, like together, like that's gotta be hard. And by the way, it's gotta be hard for so many single parents that I know do the damn same thing without all of that money, which it's mainly single mothers that do that, but it's just gotta be, it's just wild. I think, I think John Mulaney for as funny and hysterical and as smart as he is, has a lot of demons like we all do, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it was a horrible idea to begin with because someone who's recovering and going through, you know, the recovery process isn't supposed to like jump into new relationships or whatever, let alone, you know, a pregnancy. Um, so yeah, it just kind of, you know, I think that it's a really bad look kind of for Olivia Munn. I think that John Mulaney is clearly, you know, fighting his own demons. Um but yeah, good for them, I guess. Oh, also, <laughs> I heard that Dakota Johnson is unvaccinated, which was disappointing. That is very true. And remember, Dakota Johnson yeah. actually came out in uh, defense of Army Hammer a couple of months ago saying, you know, Dakota Johnson, remember, remember you guys. And I know a lot of people out there are unvaccinated still, but, you know, there's a lot of rich people that are unvaccinated because when you're rich, you're able to circumvent a system that was never put in place for you because you've always been able to buy your way around it. And you have not lived the life that a lot of us middle-class or lower-class people have. So it's kind of that shit. It's like, of course, of course you are Dakota. Like I'd more rather her worry about making like the 50 shades of gray trilogy better, but yeah, sure. Do your thing. You and Chris Martin from Coldplay be weird together. Great. Like I've seen your boobs enough to last a life- lifetime because of that. I, I know, thing. seriously. But I thought she was smarter than that. I'd hire I didn't. her, but I guess not. <laughs> I, didn't. I didn't. Well, I mean, wait, <laughs> but here's the thing today. This shit that we're fascinated with, remember, it's reality stars and movie stars. They have a talent at this. If, they, if reality stars, they have a talent at just kind of being themselves, which is like a weird kind of person. They're movie stars. They have a talent at like acting like somebody human. They themselves are not human. Like I am kind of an okay actor, like, cause I'm kind of human, kind of not like some of these actors aren't human at all and they can portray a human. It's a fascinating yeah. talent and it's really exciting to watch, but that doesn't mean they're smarter than me or you. In fact, they can't live an actual life most of the time. And that's why a lot of actors have a lot of issues. Um, but yeah, it is interesting. And I think I get really nervous with the Omicron stuff just because this stuff is going to come out even further because of vaccinations and stuff like that. So you're going to see a lot of, a lot of stuff. And also, you know, on Instagram, I posted about all the housewives having, uh, you know, caught COVID and, and so many people wrote, um, and they were vaccinated. See, and like, guys, nobody said the vaccination means you can't get it. It just means it suppresses the actual effects of it. Right. You shouldn't have to go to the hospital if you have a vaccination. But right. listen, I'm not going to argue with people. Do what you want. It's pointless at this point. Um, uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey coming in February. We should be getting the trailer maybe this week. Um, also, Nene Leakes has a new boyfriend that she went IG official with this uh, this week. And what is your take on this? Her husband, Greg, that we all knew and loved from the show, just passed away very recently. Is this too quick? I mean, everyone, again, it's like, I, I, I don't want to ever judge someone's mourning process. Everyone grieves differently. Um, so who am I to judge? I think we also don't really know what was really going on in their marriage. It could have been actually over for a while. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's like, if it makes her happy, then good on her. 
Okay, I'm going to say no, don't do it. I'm going to say it's horribly offensive to Greg's memory. No, I mean, no, it's right. But also we've seen this before is that when you suffer such a personal loss, I, I have a feeling there's a, a little bit of a drowning feeling. So if you can latch on to somebody, yeah. I just sometimes think those relationships when you have those in those kind of situations, the long-term lasting effect of that relationship is sometimes, you you know, they don't tend to last as long as, as you would maybe hope sometimes. Yeah. Also, but there is trauma bonding, like going through a traumatic time and bonding with someone who may, you know, just be there for you in that time or may relate because they've gone through something similar. So I don't know. It really depends on like the circumstances, but whatever. I've trauma bonded with a lot of people over how bad this season of Vanderpump Rules is. So oh, I know yeah, it. Like sure. I've made so that many counts. friends over that, you know? That counts. Um, uh, Chris Noth loses planned $12 million deal for his tequila brand, which he was about to sell. So that's nice. just a news that just got announced. Uh, quick hits, Trevor Noah sues New York hospital and orthopedic surgeon for negligence over a botch surgery that we don't know what is. Wait, it who, says who did Trevor Noah, the comedian from oh, the daily show. Yeah. Um, also this week, this is very important news since we are coming up on the year anniversary of the Ilaria Baldwin scandal. Uh, Ilaria says, uh, she made a video that she, here's the deal. She's very, she, she gets it. She gets that sometimes we make fun of her and try to take her down because we want to kill her and marry Alec Baldwin for ourselves. Yeah, but I, but I also agree with her. She gets, she does get it. She gets it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is that we're just trying to take her down so we can have Alec. Yes. Obviously who wouldn't want him. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what, I, so I'm saying she nailed it. Like it's weird yeah. when somebody gets it nailed that it. quickly. Yeah. You got it. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, also recommendation for you guys out there. I started 20 somethings, um, Austin on Netflix. It's a reality show that pretty much steals the premise. I really enjoy it. It steals the premise of the real world, but it's with 20 somethings, but they don't like it's in Austin. And I don't know, it's just kind of refreshing. I always like that format. It's not direct ripoff, but it's the DNA is there. But I also want to recommend on Paramount Plus Real World Homecoming Los Angeles, which takes us back 25 years past to the second season of The Real World. Most of the cast has come back. And I think it's an amazing study in how people change or don't change 25 years later. And also HBO Max has a amazing series of music documentaries right now. And the last one I just saw this weekend was the story of Juice World. Uh, Juice World, of course, was a prolific rapper for being a 21-year-old when he died. Uh, but this thing is a firsthand account of this guy blowing up, but also of his drug issues and like how much Percocet and lean and all of this was on. Like they're filming up to the day he dies in this. And it was just fascinating. It's necess not necessarily my type of music, but I always love any kind of artistic process. And I always love anything that moves people. And this guy really seems like he touched so many youngsters. And, um, and I thought that was just really interesting to watch. It was very frightening documentary, but also really cool. I would really recommend that. Have you seen anything besides Succession this week that you would recommend? Um, okay. I actually just posted on Instagram all the shows that have been occupying me. Um, so yeah, succession, yellow jackets. Like I've been hard by the way, yellow jacket, congratulations, second season pickup. They will be having a second I'm season so because, of, so, because yeah, of you so and our friend uh um Carrie, uh not so scary Carrie. Yeah, Carrie's not scary. Yeah, Carrie not scary, yeah. So watch yellow jackets, Dexter New Blood. Um, I need to start selling Tampa. 
because that just came out. I hear Selling Tampa is amazing, you guys. Yeah, on so after, I hear it's much better than Selling Sunset. Yeah, so that's like next on my list after I finish Succession. And then Emily in Paris premieres this week. Emily in Paris season two. Supposedly, I'm going to be in a Huffington Post article about Emily in Paris this week. So I'll let you know if that ever comes what? out. Yes. And by the and Sophie, I'm going to say, and, and I know Sophie's mom might be listening. Sophie's mom, Amy, if you're listening, we have to push Sophie to really write some articles over this holiday. We got to get her on the writing train. We got to get her pushing to write some big ones. Do you- Wait. I, Oh my God. Am I disappointing you with my work ethic lately? No, I just know I'm, I'm uh, the friend that pushes you of like, we need the book that we need to start working on a book proposal. We need to start oh, working. I have written a book proposal. I actually, I've been thinking about, I've been reminiscing because this time last year I was writing a book proposal that went nowhere. I, yeah, I remember uh, the, one of the first times I talked to you talking about that. Yeah, I was and, really excited about it. And then it kind of just went nowhere. And I locked myself in my apartment for like a month just to write this book proposal went nowhere. I also do have a full-time job, which takes up a lot of my time. So I don't get to do as much like fun writing. Ever since you got the boyfriend, we've seen a lot of less output. Oh my God. Have you noticed that? No, but I do have a lot of, a lot of exciting things planned for 2022. And I actually have a little business meeting uh, this week. Wait, do you do that? Do you write um, resolutions for, for the year and all that stuff? Do you have like I a usually do? I usually do write. I haven't like physically wrote them anywhere, but I've just thought in my mind like what I kind of want to do. But I usually do end up writing like a list of resolutions. And I found my list of resolutions for 2020, like at the end of last year. And I like had accomplished some things that I'd written on my resolutions list. So yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's uh I I I the audience knows I've been trying to think of resolutions for the new year and stuff like that that I have accomplished. And the one thing I will announce, and Sophie's gonna hear this, she's heard this before, but there will be a live so bad it's good show in New York in 2022. Sophie will be there as a part of the show. She doesn't know that yet. Uh, Omicron, uh, of course, you know, we'll figure that out, but uh that will be happening. There'll be one in Los Angeles as well. Um, I don't know even how many people are listening at this point, but that's one of my resolutions, you guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Is there anything else? Oh my God, I would love that so much. But you know, we could do that right now. Like it actually could sell out in New York right now. Right. And I would want to like meet people and like talk to the people. Could you imagine being able to have a couple of drinks with like audience and, you know, that would be so fun. That would be so much fun. Can we do that? Yeah, imagine. I mean, imagine okay. like we could actually. I'll come to LA. I'll come to LA for an LA. Oh, and one. we get we could get my parents to like soak on stage. Oh, my God. <laughs> can we go on a world tour? Can we go to Singapore next? That's all. What if we start overseas and we yeah. like we've we've really had some slim audiences. We're hoping America's a little better. Yeah. It's easier to break out in Europe. <laughs> Nobody. We literally had zero fans in Nairobi. Can you imagine? Like it was like a zero person crowd. Like Sophie didn't show up till halfway through the show. She's in the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you, you- Brazil. <laughs> You're amazing. Um, so you guys, this is, uh, I don't know. This is, I don't know if we're going to be recording next week. Cause I don't know what the hell. Ho- Wait, are you here on next week? What is next Sunday? Um, I, I literally have you, zero plans. I'm a Jew during the holidays. It's the perfect time for me to be sick. Okay. Well, I think, well, hopefully we can record next Sunday, but if not, this yeah, will, my, I probably can. I don't, okay. Even if I'm it's not. like for 30 minutes, just to say happy new year to everybody before the next, to do. that's not true. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Are we allowed to, maybe are we allowed to, have you said, I love you to your boyfriend yet? 
No. Oh, wait. Do you want to say it first time on the podcast? Oh, my God. Shut Call up, him right Brian. now. Call him right now. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> also, he diligently listens every single week. Oh, I'm so sorry, dude. Hey, by the way, I saw a very cute picture of you and him that you posted. He's he does look like a good guy, actually. I and will say that. He's a little sweetie. I will say that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because I make fun of a lot of like stuff like that. I'm, I'm saying that record, genuinely. I've been sick all week. He has sent me soup every single day this week. And, and he's um about to be on vacation. He's about to go to... I don't even want to, I don't want to dox him. Cause now that he's like a public figure he's like <laughs> on like a family vacation. So, but he's been sending me soup every single day. Wait, does he send he you like canned soup and go save this to make for me later? No, it's from this new soup place that he discovered that he showed me. And it's so good. Basically they send you like chicken and rice and then the broth separately. And then you like pour it in. And so it's like fresh and it's like really good broth and um, three pints of ice cream every single night. So now I have a freezer full of ice cream. So ladies, that's, that's what amazing. Ladies, get with Sophie's boyfriend if that's what you is that what you're he's saying? Mine. What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, um, okay, so you guys have a great week. I know this is might be one of the most stressful or cool weeks that you'll have all year, but hopefully this gets you started in the right way. Um, and also if there's any tense moments. Just picture Bill and Becky Bailey soaking on stage in 2022, and that'll potentially get you through the day. <laughs> no, Thank not a rock, but like in a comedic visual. way, in a comedic way. Thank God for that visual. Okay. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll end up soaking on stage. Goodbye, Sophie. Goodbye. Bye, Goodbye. I love you. <laughs>
Betches.